0: 2022 is well underway and, yeah, we're still doing a lot of virtual meetings. And despite the fact that we have all by now participated in literally hundreds, if not thousands of them, they are still pretty average. But let's not blame Zoom straight away. Meetings as a work practice have gone unexamined for far longer than they've been online. Atlassian's Head of Research and Development, Dom Price, saw this and thought that perhaps there might be a better way. He and his team did a deep dive into what a meeting is for and what's holding it back. And maybe not surprisingly, they found that almost nothing about the meeting as we know it was worth keeping. So they didn't keep it, and they replaced some of their regular meetings with something else entirely. My name is Dr. Amantha Imba. I'm an organisational psychologist and the founder of behavioural science consultancy Inventium, and this is How I Work, a show about how to help you do your best work. On today's My Favourite Tip episode, we go back to an interview from the past and I pick out my favourite tip from the interview. In today's show, I speak with Dom Price about what led him to do a ritual reset and how he specifically focused on meetings.
1: I found myself in this kind of cycle of insanity at work where, where things were getting bigger, longer, more, but, but there didn't seem to be a break point. And similar to you, I was looking for the break point. One of the things I did for myself and then with my team um, was the ritual reset. And, and it's just been great to kind of go like, we have all these, these interventions where we, we kind of think about doing a spring clean, right? You think about like seasons and you, you, you change your wardrobe and you do a spring clean. That's like, what's the spring clean for my life? And specifically, what's the spring clean for meetings? You know, because if you think news kills your mojo, Amantha, nothing kills my of <laughs> mojo like like a meeting. Yes. And so I'm like, I know, I know they're a necessary evil, but how can I make them better? So the ritual reset was like, how do we, like if you assume the world's changed, because it has, like I, my working environment is completely different than it was. So how do I reset my rituals? And so what we said was, let's list all of our rituals. Which ones do we want to keep but tweak? right so they stay that the purpose of the ritual still makes sense but the way we're going to do it's different because we might be able to do it asynchronous or we might be able to do it online or we're going to do it in a different form because the world has changed which ones do we want to keep and they stay the same i'll be honest very few fell into that category like <laughs> most, and then which ones which ones do we want to kill which ones just aren't required we don't need them anymore whatever and maybe we use a, we, we use the space to time the freedom to experiment and try something else And it has been like the most refreshing thing just to go, meetings don't own me anymore, I own them. (laughs) Oh,
0: wow, that's cool.
1: I think it was always true because humans book the meetings, so humans have always owned them, but we just let them dominate us. And that reset I've done with with myself, but then with my team. And and then what we've done is is we're we're genuinely using the free time it's given us either to invest in ourselves, which is crucial, Or to go, how do we experiment with new stuff? Because you know what? The world's changed. And I don't know the answer. There isn't, I mean, you can Google best-practiced hybrid distributed teams and you'll get a whole of (laughs) BS articles. So don't do that. Don't do that. Let's experiment our way out of it. And that in itself has been quite fun.
0: Like, give me an example of a ritual or two that you've killed, maybe in relation to meetings. (laughs) There's a whole
1: swath that got killed. Uh, So I, uh, uh, so status updates. There's so many where we just gather in the office and, and it was just a, this an archaic ritual where we just gathered. And in certain days we gathered and everyone would go through their updates. And I'm like, it was soul destroying in the office, but at least we had tea, coffee, beer in each other. But when you're doing that from, your, from, from wherever everyone's doing it from now, you're like, wow, this is really soul destroying. So we're like, hang on. Not only is it soul destroying, we're trying to do this synchronously and which we're using people's like live time, which should be used for something more spontaneous or higher value. So how can we make all of our status updates asynchronous and how can we make them consumable all around the world? So you don't have to physically be in the same place at the same time because I have colleagues literally all over the world.
0: So how did you do that? What was what was the solution?
1: Well, we, we, we actually started doing it, first of all, using just some of our existing tools um, and then realized that none of them worked um, for that purpose. So we built one. It's what we do at Atlassian. We're like, ah, oh, sod it. Let's just build one. And a team just kind of came together and we're like, let's solve this problem for the whole of Atlassian. How do we get the network of teams to communicate with each other asynchronously? And we're like, ooh, this this sounds like a fun experiment. And so what you get is a 240-character limit. So it's like Twitter. And you do your update on a Friday. And it kind of all gets flung together over the weekend. And on a Monday morning, you get a digest of all the projects you're following. And you get the 240-character update. And if you want to dig in and find out more, you click through and you can read more. But what it means is I now don't have any status meetings, which I love.
0: Wow.
1: What I really enjoy is on that Monday morning, when I get that digest, I'm like, oh, that project's fine. That one's fine. That one's fine. I am not going to talk to you. I'm going to leave you alone to just do your work.
0: That is cool. Now, is this product available to Atlassian customers or just listeners who might not be customers of Atlassian?
1: Yeah, we've we've put it out there as a as a beta. I think it's out there as an alpha or a beta. It's pretty raw because um, we're still playing with it internally, but it, it will make it out there eventually because we're seeing more and more people talk about this, the network of teams effect, and how do we – this is not about project management. It's about project communication. Like How, how do – like, i Amantha, if me and you are working on discrete pieces of work but they're going to connect together – how can we connect in a meaningful way so that I know what you're doing, you know what I'm doing, but we don't have to be in each other's pockets. Mm. So you're, you're autonomous and free to do your work, but you're connected in the areas where, where you need to. And it's, so far, it's been a fascinating experiment.
0: That's cool. Now, what's the link if people want to go check that out?
1: Um, if they just Google Team Central, that's the, the working name for it right now.
0: I hope you're feeling all inspired to do a ritual reset in your work life. And if meetings are the bane of your work life, then perhaps those are a good place to start. If you're looking for more tips to improve the way that you work, I write a short fortnightly newsletter that contains three cool things that I've discovered that help me work better, which range from interesting research findings through to gadgets and software that I'm loving. You can sign up for that at howiwork.co. That's howiwork.co. How I Work is produced by Inventium with production support from Deadset Studios. And thank you to Martin Imber, who does the audio mix for every episode and makes everything sound awesome. See you next time.